This is Dumb Lot, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Welcome back, dummies, to another edition of Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and usual, usually even dumber criminals. How do I look tonight? Anything different about me? Do I have a glow? Do I look pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the gym today for the that. first time in like... For the second time in like three months. <laughs> you know what? You do look a little swole. No, I feel, I don't even feel swole. I just feel thin. I feel so much thinner than two days ago. <laughs> so what's so it's funny is I feel much fatter than two days ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, uh, I've recently quit smoking, which is great, but I am. Yeah, props to you. Yes. Ravenous when it comes to food and I, I just am eating everything in sight. So I'm glad you're feeling thin because I'm feeling a little thick. So like what uh, I'm a big sauna guy and this place, this new gym I'm trying out to new my gym closed. They have a sauna and a steam room. Never been in a steam room before. And the first day I went there, I opened the door and I couldn't even see inside it. And I was intimidated. It's like, I'm not going in there. It's just full of steam. You couldn't see anything. Are there like dudes? Are like the- so like today I was like, all right, I'm ready. I got shorts on, shirts off, ready to roll in. So I go in and once you get in and you cut through the initial steam, you can see there's a, uh, it's like a bench. It's like three three quarters of a square of a benching, two sides and one long back of seating, double decker. It's the back wall is like enough room for eight to ten people. The one side's got enough room for four people, and the other side's got enough room for two people. I sit in the corner between the ten person and the two person side. I'm all alone, having a good time. Corner's good. Dude rolls in. <laughs> And sits within two feet of me. Oh, oh no. What? No, within no, no, two no. feet of me. <laughs> the whole place was open. He did nothing but a skimpy little towel. His fucking legs wide I, open. I would, oh, man. It's oh, within man. two feet. Like, my toes could have reached <laughs> over. I, well, my, I had sliders on because I got planters worse in the locker room when I was in high school basketball player. So I don't roll anywhere without sliders on. But my sliders could have touched his toe. There is, like, that... There's, like, an <laughs> etiquette with, with that. Like, it's like a urinal. If you're... If you're right. if you're rolling into the urinal and there's four urine, you get as far away from yeah, the other guys. Yeah. It's just an under unstated rule. That's yeah. what you just do, right. and it's very weird when somebody just rolls up next to you and the steam. This place room is why we're the empty. only two people. Like, yeah, it's probably That's about three hundred square feet, two hundred square feet. I, I could really not weird. believe it. I could not believe it. Oh, that's weird. Thank God he used towel. Because the day before when I was just checking it out, some dude just rolled in barefoot, bare body, just rolled in like whatever, dude. I, I would not do but no barefoot in a public no barefoot like no, so he's no way. sitting his bare ass on that thing yeah he didn't have a towel yeah he's gonna sit his bare ass on the fucking <laughs> ledge yeah some people have like I mean, and I mean I think it's I an did, age group this dude was I, like well over 60 yeah probably over 65 but they just so when we turn 65 yeah are we just gonna dude, walk I roll around in, in the sauna dude, naked I, roll in, I hope no, not I like, go what, in in shorts and change? a shirt I take my shirt off in there like yeah. no I'm not fucking I mean when does that change happen it doesn't I, it I think those dudes have been riding naked since back in the day yeah but anyway why does this motherfucker <laughs> sitting right that's next weird. to me that's weird that's weird it's so, very it's very all weird alright so that was that was my day today I do love a good sauna. Oh, Saunas are the nothing best. Nothing better than sweat. So I, I think we want to mix it up because I think people are cheating at the end of these shows and they cut it off before our socials come on because they know the episode's over. So Jason, let us know where people can find us in the middle of this before we get started. Uh, that's, a, that's a great idea. That's a great <laughs> idea. Sorry about dropping it <laughs> on you. That's a great idea. I'm well prepared for this. So <laughs> socials, uh, Facebook, 
TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all the uh, all the socials out there. It's uh, Dumbline Podcast. Um, subscribe, like. Um, we have some cool stuff on there, but um, yeah, thanks, Greg. Yeah, thanks perfect. A good idea. Also, rate and review. That helps a lot. Yes. Only if you like us, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rate and review, but we mean give us good scores and reviews. Yeah, ratings help. Yes. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast as well. That uh, yeah. that yes. helps us. That helps us too. And uh, TikTok subscribers would be great because we uh, go check us out on TikTok. We're funny sometimes. Yeah, we can uh, want to go live. Want to go live on TikTok? Yeah, help us go so live. We can. We need, we need a, thousand a thousand followers to go live. Oh yeah. come on, guys! Help Dummies. us. Help come us on, go Dummies. Live. Yeah. That'd All right, a lot of fun. Maria, you got a headline for us. I sure do. Sweet. This is from October 6th, 2022 on NewJersey.com in Hudson County. Great. Uh, in South Jersey. Fugitive arrested after applying for job with Hudson County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> so Ziyama Y. Johnson was wanted for failure to appear in court on charges of fraud and 10 bench warrants for traffic charges. And she applied for a security officer position at the sheriff's office. Oh, man. She was immediately arrested. Wait, did she apply in person? She's like walking in. Do you guys have an application? Oh, me have a license. They do. Hi, I'm a fugitive. I mean, I'm Zayama. The, the first thing they, they, the first thing they do is run gotta your run your name. Ten, ten, I have ten, like, ten bench warrants. Failure like, to appear. I don't know. Are you guys? Yeah. Are you? I'm paranoid about this. So I've gotten some tickets where I just I haven't paid one or two tickets. And like I'll check the state. I'll be like, do I have any bench warrants? It was like twenty years ago. I was like, I never paid that ticket. Do I have a bench warrant? Do you ever check to see? I don't. I don't no. check. You know, I'm just paranoid. <laughs> I have had a bench warrant before for an unpaid ticket. I've paid it. I haven't gotten arrested, but I did. I think because I had a friend who uh, was just hanging out and was drinking beers out front of someone's house because you're not allowed to drink out on the sidewalk in Pennsylvania. They just ran everyone's license like, oh, you have a bench warrant for unpaid tickets from like six years ago. Oh, no wonder. Oh, they took him in on a Friday and he couldn't see it just on Monday. He spent all all weekend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man, that's it's bad in there. All right, Maria, we got a juicy, fun case tonight. We sure do. Oh, I knew it. (laughs) This week's episode shows that sometimes it seems like criminals have never, ever watched or read anything about how evidence is collected or how it works. (laughs) I I love her little commentary at the top of this. (laughs) I I love it, too. I wonder, so I've been like, I love how we've got like multiple here comes the dumb sound drops like there's going to be a time where we're going to need a fourth one <laughs> definitely this isn't this isn't is this going to be one? a four banger i don't think so i don't think so so sources for this story include murder in the heartland season one episode one titled know. fear travels fast i love the names of these, i know i know me these too discovery id shows wait until you hear the next source eagle country 99.3 <laughs> fm oh wow oh, man is this a parks and rec <laughs> Doesn't w- sound like an urban <laughs> urban area. <laughs> WLTWT5, that's a TV station, and court documents. Guess just general court documents? Just court that a documents. Site or just no, court, it's court documents. Uh, just general court documents. So Lee Jennings is a 67-year-old barber and mother of two adult sons in Aurora, Indiana in 2012. She's really popular with her customers at the barbershop and is well-liked in her community. On March 29th, she spends some time with her mother, who's in the hospital after a stroke, and then leaves to meet a friend. 
She never returns to the hospital, and her sons also do not hear from her for several days. So on April 5th, 2012, her son calls Lee's neighbor, Brian Doss, and Brian enters her house to check on her. He finds her bloody and beaten body on the kitchen floor. She's decomposing, and her cats are circling her body. Blood is sprayed all over the kitchen. A cast iron pan is hanging on the wall with blood dripping down the wall from the pan. Lee has died from blunt force trauma to the head. When police arrive, they bag up evidence from the kitchen, the pan, a bloody pepper grinder, a pizza box, and other and a, another assortment of things. <laughs> the pizza box. A pizza box. Lee keeps most of her money in her house in cash, and they find two safes in the bedroom that are empty except for some promissory notes, but there is no evidence of a break-in. The pr- I, I hope it's not the person that stole it was like, I owe you. <laughs> I owe you one. Sorry. Like, what's with the pepper grinder? Like, yeah. you got the pan. Do you, does this person start out trying to beat someone to death with a pepper grinder? And like, this isn't working the well. Let me get the pan. pepper grinder actually had more body material on it than the pan. That's crazy. It's so bizarre. There was hair and other materials on the pepper grinder. So I think this person went from the cast iron to the pepper to grinder. To the pepper grinder. They the cast yeah. iron is not they laid down, down, you don't think? I, I Maybe that a, was the I final blow. I Maybe. cook a lot in a cast iron. Yeah, oh, that shit is heavy. So heavy. heavy. Like, I need two hands. Like, it's, yes. hard to, yes. it's hard to one hand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. To go from... To be like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm done. Maybe with it this was the pepper grinder iron. first, and maybe that was just like the. I don't so know. Weird. I don't, don't want to yeah. be. Yeah. So as the police begin their interviews, Brian, the neighbor, and his wife Tracy recall seeing an unknown black car parked at Lee's house a few days before she was found. Lee's coworker Matt Moore remembers a customer who seems to need a lot of attention from Lee, which Matt finds very odd, but he can't remember his name. Tracy and Brian remember meeting a friend of Lee's when he was mowing her lawn and he was very odd and unfriendly. So Sergeant Wally Lewis eventually remembers the pizza box. It's not that long after. That probably sounds like he doesn't remember it for a while, but it was only a couple of days after Lee was found that he thinks about looking at the pizza box. So here comes the dumb. Oh, wow. We're dumb and early. Wow. It was Papa John's pizza. <laughs> oh. But the real dumb. That, you know what? That, that was great, Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is dumb. Papa, Papa, Papa John's, John's uh, is it's, always it's, a bad choice. It's horrible. It's horrible. Disgusting. Do you like it? Greg, Greg. Oh, Greg is hesitating. Okay, um, uh, so. At three something in the morning okay. at one day within the last week, I did order Papa John's. Okay, three in the morning is different. And I was pleasantly surprised. Oh. Okay, so the real dumb. Is that his last name is on a receipt stapled to the pizza box that he brought over to her house? Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus. Might as well have his check stub next to it. Holy shit. Yeah, it's yeah, his driver's Wait, license. Wait, how how's your last name on your pizza box delivery? Well, the, if he you, picked it up. If he, he brought picked, it over. Uh, if he like ran a card or something. Well, it sounds like from from what I read, I didn't look. I didn't look too much into it because once you say Papa John's, my brain goes. I'm Sicilian American. <laughs> my brain goes flatline. But <laughs> but it sounds like she ordered the pizza and then he picked it up. So she might have given them his name 
to pick up the pizza even though she paid for it. Okay. Full name? I mean, it's not like he's buying it. No, his last name. His last name. Just his last name? Mm -hmm. So Lee's last texts with anyone were with this man whose last name is Stevenson. And after the pizza was ordered, no other texts were sent from Lee's phone. So they also have a timestamp for when the pizza was picked up. I mean, we've talked about like birth certificates, and st- this is this is pretty high up there on the on the dumb the dumb. Scale. I mean, let's also remember that he hung the bloody cast iron back on the wall. Yeah, rinse it off is, at least. Yeah. Um, so one of Lee's friends, Laura Lesko, also remembers that she that Lee has been spending time with someone and looks him up on Facebook. I think the cops tipped her off to the last name. They asked her, do you know this last name? She's like, I remember that she was hanging out with somebody. I'll look up and say. So she then gives his full name to police from Facebook. The customer from the barbershop, who is also the man who was mowing Lee's lawn, is named Charles Robert Stevenson, and he's from Walton, Kentucky. So Aurora is right in the area where Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio meet. So Kentucky's not that far. But guess what name he goes by? His name is Charles Robert Stevenson. Chaz Butch Steve (laughs) Steve Stevenson so when they refer to him in the media it's Charles Robert quote Steve Stevenson not to be confused with the fantastic guitar player in Billy Idol's band Steve Stevens (laughs) amazing he's in a rock band why would you pick Steve Charles you have Charles and Robert to choose from and there are multiple nicknames from both of those names maybe just a fan of alliteration there are there are a ton. You make a good point. There are a ton of nicknames that come from from Charles. You could be Chucky Bob, Bobby Chucky. Chucky. Well, Chet. We were just talking about Chet Bobby. earlier. I feel like Bobby Chucky Stevenson sounds like somebody from Kentucky. No offense to anybody. That's Bobby Chucky from, from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any of our Kentucky listeners. Obviously. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, no. Uh, Obviously. So he goes by Steve Stevenson. Let, let's just full name. I'm yeah. not going to call him that the whole time. Yeah. Matt, her coworker, and Brian and Tracy confirm when presented with an image of Steve that he is both the customer and the friend that was mowing the lawn that they, were, they recall. So Steve works in insurance and has a history of insurance and check fraud. He owes... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So he, he works in insurance, even though he has a history of insurance and check fraud. Exactly, I mean, who hired this guy? That's exactly. I what know. I was thinking. I, I he know. works in insurance with an extensive history, history of insurance, of insurance fraud. fraud. I actually just <laughs> dawned on me. Maybe that's why he goes a, by Steve Stevenson. What a hire. Because of the fraud? Maybe his name is in like, the court system, so he goes yeah, by Steve. Steve, Steve. He picks it. Anyway, he owes uh, so can many. Can we see a driver's license? Don't they have to get a social security number to pay this guy? They can't do a random background check? I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, you work in the, you work in the industry that, you know, if he was smoking weed and probably would have failed a piss test, not yeah, hired. Oh, yeah. There's extensive no, history of insurance fraud. fraud. Man, come on yeah. in. When can you start? <laughs> Sounds like you can make some money. Here's our policies. <laughs> so he owes so many people. He is even court ordered to repay his aunt. <laughs> so now if they have if a payroll you owe your aunt money you're a piece of if, shit if you owe your aunt money and the court is forcing yeah, you to pay her if there's back. a payroll in person involved they probably are garnishing these wages from a court order to pay that fucking aunt back yeah so now oh, we know yeah. he has insurance fraud <laughs> and he's fucking over his aunt keep him on if you're you know i get like yeah, people who is have, the hr people, this people have complicated relationships with their parents 
usually an aunt or an uncle is cool. Yes. Fucking over your aunt or <laughs> uncle. You're, I think you're to a the point where person. they take you to court. Yeah, yeah that's to the a, point you're where a they shitty take person. It's hard to have ill feelings enough towards your aunt or uncle that you'd want to fuck them over. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're usually, I mean, they're so in and out of your life. Yeah. They're usually, yeah. you know, nice. It's cool. usually only good times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he needs $1,000 by March 28th, 2012, or he faces criminal charges. All right. This is not a substantial amount of money. What year is this? 2012. Yeah, 2012. He's $1,000 to get out of trouble? Jesus Christ. Do some phone sex. Gay phone sex or something. He probably... He probably... Was OnlyFans or... No, OnlyFans. He probably had a couple months to put this together. We're talking about I know it's 1000 bucks. I know it's... I mean, it can be a lot of money to some people, but if... A thousand bucks is keeping you out of jail. jail. Yeah. You got to fucking make that Fuck money. Yeah. Well, I would think that his debt is probably way more substantial than that. And this is just one payment that he's trying to keep. Yeah. But you got, I mean, right. you got to make those payments. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not yeah, defending yeah, it. I'm yeah. just saying that's sounds like you are. Hello, Greg. So Steve is able to get an extension for payment until March 30th. <laughs> Lee died March 29th. So he gets he, I mean, gets he take a, an insurance policy out on this lady. Yeah, this guy sucks. So he like takes he he has all this extra time. He gets an extension. The judge is like, "Cool, it's a thousand bucks." We agree. Like he's probably had three or four months to do this, mm-hmm. and he's just not doing. It. Like, yeah, you can put you can put yourself you know find something to get. I would assume a thousand dollars in a couple months if you tried hard enough. You would think. Yep. You would think. So. When he was asked where he got the money to pay this back, he says a friend gave it to him. However, the friend named later denies giving him the money at all. So it also turns out that his uncle and his aunt, Bill and Peggy Stevenson, not the same aunt that he owes money to, had been killed nearly a year before on May 29th, 2011 in Florence, Kentucky. And no one has ever been charged. What's the motive on that? There is no motive. They have no suspects. No emptied safes? Nothing? Not that I saw. So more evidence emerges, and so does more dumb. Oh yeah, <laughs> they got they got with the pizza box like that's. Well, listen, just because he had pizza with a woman doesn't mean he smashed her in the head with a cast iron pan. Okay, well, all communication stops <laughs> after back. the pizza shows up. Welcome yeah, welcome, get back, back Greg. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I can step down from my <laughs> substitute <laughs> role. I mean, go on. So the pepper grinder has both Steve's and Lee's DNA on it. Steve Stevenson's? Steve Stevenson's DNA. All right. And Steve cannot be ruled out for the DNA on the pan. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So a document in the safe has his fingerprint on it, and the blood found in one of the safes is Lee's. The two promissory notes totaling $5,000 are from him in the safe. He owes Lee $5,000? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's say, like he, he turned like, into a tornado and just sprayed evidence all over the house. It's <laughs> like it's it's great. Like it's not like he stole that money and was just like, "Hey, sorry, I owe you this money." No, he owed her that previous Previously. Jesus. Okay. She must have one hell of a barber business. She just lent this one guy ten thousand dollars. We're saying. Well, she was not. Um, trusting of banks, so she kept all of her cash in the house. But she lent him two five thousand dollar promissory notes. One altogether five thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's still, still a substantial amount. Five, five grand in cash. You give it to a friend. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. So the cops execute a search warrant once they have enough evidence, and after searching Steve's house in early April, they return to his home the following Monday, 
on April 9th. Steve has tried to die by suicide. His wrists are slit and he has taken some pills. He leaves a note that alludes to his financial trouble, but reiterates in the note that he had nothing to do with Lee's murder. It's like, P.S., I didn't do that. Case closed. He didn't do it. It's not him. Dying man. Take him at his word. Well, he survives the attempt and is taken to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) This just in. doesn't die. So following the search of his house, he's arrested for trafficking of a controlled substance for 13 and a half doses of OxyContin Hmm. and evidence tampering because get this, he cleaned his car after the murder but left all that stuff in the house. (laughs) Dump, 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 dump. What was in the car? What was in the car? I don't, I don't know. How could be? How could there be that much stuff in there? Everything's in the house. Oh man! Good thinking, Steve. Steve. Steve Stevenson. Steve Stevenson. So Steve goes to trial in 2013 and is sentenced to life in prison without parole. Good. Wow. It's theorized that Steve visited Lee and asked to borrow more money. She refused. A fight ensued, and he ended up killing. Well, how the safe open up? You think? Oh, I think he took her back there. It had to be because her blood is on the safe. So he had to you have think started she was beating. Bleeding and then went to the safe. Yeah, yes. Probably, yeah. yeah. At this point, it was just like open it up. Yeah. Hmm. So he's serving his sentence at Indiana State Prison. Nice. At Steve's. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he should be there. Well, no, he should be there for sure. It just sounded like, oh, good place. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's just a nice I vacation. Know, I, know. I know. I just read the Yelp on that. It's not bad. <laughs> It's, it's three and a half Something stars. tells me that Indiana State Prison is brutal. It sounds terrible. Any, prison uh, sounds brutal. Yeah, yes. yeah. Prison is absolutely anything that, brutal. Anything that ends in state prison yeah. sounds sounds horrible. So, I don't want to go to county like that. I don't want to go to any I don't want to go to I don't want to go to anything. Yeah. Okay. So at Steve's sentencing, Brian Doss says, quote, hopefully the Department of Corrections gives you a Bible and you hold on to it as hard as you can because you are going to hell. End quote. Should we recap the dumb? Yeah. <laughs> Pizza box. Pizza <laughs> box with your name on it. That's not just. <laughs> Don't hang the murder weapon back yeah. up I'll on the pick wall. It up. I'll pick it up, babe. Oh, who should I say is picking it up? Just tell him Stevenson's coming. Steve Stevenson. Nobody will believe that. Yeah, just but, Stevenson. But, I mean, you make a good point. It's not like he could have been like, tell him it's yeah, Jim. Yeah. Thompson. Or whatever. What's his first name? Mike? What's his first name? Mike? Charles Robert Stevenson. Charles coming picking up. Bobby Chucky from Kentucky. Say (laughs) that. They never would have caught him. Bobby Chucky. (laughs) 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 It's interesting that, I mean, it's horrific that he has beaten someone with a pepper shaker and a pan. But he has, in the moment of all this, the composure to be like, oh, I should hang the pan back. I know. that. I don't want to make it look out of sorts is here. It, is, is that again like that like kind of shock? You're like you're done with it and you're no, just like No, I think that's like, going let's, clean through, this like up. let's clean this area up and make it look like nothing's happened here. But you clean the, you say I'm going to clean the area up and they, there's, there's blood just, dripping there's down just the wall. Every, there's Did everywhere. So the, it's just like, are you like going through the motions like, oh, I'm going to hang this up? Like I... I I don't know. Because maybe the blood was not dripping and coagulated in the bottom of the pan and then overflowed maybe. and dripped out. But at the time, he's probably like, oh, I just got to hang this up. But I'm just. But I mean, there's so much uh, other uh, evidence. It's pretty 101 to take the murder weapons with you. Yeah. Or just but rinse you're right, it off. Maybe he, or, but, yeah, I mean. Rinse it off and take a round. I mean, I just watched like 
Three Days in the Condor. Whole espionage kind of spy movie from the seventies. Every time someone got killed, they just pull out a little hanky and wipe the fucking wipe the pan down with a, throw it under the the sink and wipe it down with a but, hanky. But there was so much evidence everywhere. It was yeah, it there was, was blood over, all over, over the, the walls and everything like that. Well, her blood, and that, her blood. But if he yeah. had taken those two things with, yeah. well, those three things, the pan, the pizza box, and the pepper grinder. He would have been clear. Or if he just washed them down, his DNA was on them. Yeah. Just well, you can't just wash them down and DNA DNA doesn't go that away that way. Wait, DNA doesn't go. Wait, if I wash something under, uh, well, DNA doesn't go away if I wash it under water. Mm-mm. Huh? Stays around? No. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm so scared of DNA. I don't want to, I'm so scared of DNA. There's nothing really. to be scared of. Not scared, but like... There's no way I would commit a crime because of DNA. Oh, well, because it's fucking everywhere. Like it just goes every. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. These, these Dude, all that facial hair of yours, you're uh, dropping some follicles. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah, there's some follicles dropping. I could not commit any crime because they'd be like, "It's the dude with the giant red beard." Yeah, like, look at this piece of hair we found. <laughs> all right. So the dumb was. The dumb was pizza, the pizza box. box. Leaving the pan on the wall. Pan on the wall driven. Not cleaning up. Not cleaning up. Not Cle- noticing your promissory notes in the safe. Cleaning up the car. Cleaning up the car. Yes. Getting your car detailed. Yeah, focusing. Get the your, house detailed. Yeah, yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, focusing on cleaning the wrong environment. Ah, man, this, this car just feels out of sorts since this happened. I better get this detailed. <laughs> wow, there's just blood dripping out of a pan, dude. Oh, man. Come on, Stevenson. Steven, I'm yeah. Steve Stevenson. Steve Stevenson. Pick a better name. That's that's dumb too. Yeah. Very memorable, also. Yeah. Like I don't know. All right. Hey, dummies! Thanks for tuning in once again. Thanks for telling your friends. The response has been overwhelming. We love you all. And uh, until next time, I'm Greg. I'm Jason. I'm Maria. Later. Bye, guys. See you, everybody. <laughs>